You are listening to the Bright and Bubbly podcast with Tori and Elizabeth. And a guest. I mean, we are just really hitting it hard when it comes to the guests on our show, which is really fun for Tori and I. It means that uh, we get to actually see like what God's doing in other people's lives and um, a whole bunch of other details that just come with each person that comes on the show and the, their own giftings, their own story. And so I'm really excited because uh, who we have on today is a returning guest. Uh, um, my friend Kim came on the podcast. Oh, I mean, in our first year. So it's actually been a while. Um, her full name is Kim Combs because uh, we actually have had two Kims on our show. And um, I'm just really excited to have you back, especially since Kim is my walk buddy. She has many walk buddies, but I only have one and that is her. (laughs) And I love the walks that we get to do and go on and the talks that we have. And so Kim, welcome back to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, yes. It's an honor to be able to even just hear what God's been doing, but also talk to you because Tori and I had wanted you to be back on the podcast for a long time because uh, in this is the year of 2022 and earlier this year, not as in, you know, September, October, November, but as in February, you had a great opportunity and something that I still haven't achieved. Tori hasn't achieved. So will you please tell us a little bit about this really cool opportunity and this thing that you were able to be a part of? Yeah, sure. Well, um, I was very blessed that I had the opportunity to be an author, become a international best-selling author. Yeah, it's still when it comes off my tongue, it still doesn't come off like, yeah, I'm a best-selling author. Like, I just don't. It's hard to believe, right? It's very hard to wrap my head around. Um, when, when the father put this dream in my heart, literally probably three years ago, when he said to me, "You're going to be an author," I was like, hmm, "Okay, sure." Um, I'm not writing anything. I haven't ever written anything. Like, what? okay, I'll write it down as gold and I'm going to be an author and I will declare it over myself. And I don't really believe it, but I hope by saying it every day, I will finally believe it. And so, um, yeah, this February, I was very blessed to be along with 50 other women in five different countries. And this was also the fifth edition of this book. It's called voices of the 21st century, conscious caring women who make a difference. Mm. And you interview actually for the book. And when I interviewed for the book, actually, Elizabeth, you're the one who sparked this conversation. (laughs) Yes. Okay. No, legitimately, you probably won't even remember, but we were taking a walk and you were sharing with me how one of your friends asked you if you wanted to co-author a journal. Do you remember that? Nope. (laughs) No, I don't really. I really don't. It was a long time ago. Okay. Because this process of becoming an author in this book was about a six to nine month process. Yeah. Um, I mean, imagine getting 50 authors together to each have their own chapter. That takes quite a bit, right? And so you had mentioned it in a walk 
<laughs> literally at the end of our walk, you were like, Hey, cause you always save the best for last. You're like, yeah. Hey, by the way, um, yeah, a friend of mine mentioned that we should co-author a journal and I'm thinking of doing that. And so you literally put that word co-author in my mind. And then later that day or the next day, within 24 hours, I got an email through a woman's association. It's called the Women's Speaker Association. It's an international speaker association for women. And they sent an email saying, do you want to be an author? Would you like to co-author a book? Wow. Yeah. And I have been getting emails from them for months. um, And I don't really read them, to be quite honest, because I'm just busy, three kids and a husband and life. And so I don't read a lot of their emails. But you had said that about co-authoring. And that email came through and I thought, well, this is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And so I did, I read it and there was an application and I filled out that application, which led me to the interview. And the first interview was actually what I wanted to talk, what I talked with you guys about the last time I was on, which was the just say yes um, message. And so I thought that's really what I was going to write about in, in chapter. And it is, it is about just saying yes but it's really about the Holy spirit living inside of you and how we're never alone. And when you open up your heart and just say yes to the Lord and let him move through you, sky's the limit. Wow. Um, so I've like definitely been walking with you ever since. And even before, um, like the whole story that you just shared, And as you're like talking, I'm like racking my brain going, when did I say this? Like, when did I actually talk about co-authoring a journal? And I can remember that there was this hope, but like for me, like it is definitely something that I would love to do, but I don't think I've thought about it in at least a year or so. So for you to say that even now, like, I can't even remember what friend it was. And I'm so sorry, friend, if you happen to listen to this <laughs> and you'll call me out and maybe this is like the incentive I need. But even you saying that, like, look at just sometimes even the simple things that are going on in our lives, how God can use something to start the next step for someone else or even ourselves. Um, Thank you for sharing. That's cool. I totally forgot about that. Well, thank you. I honestly forgot about that too. And when we were talking before about what we talk about and Tori chimed in and said the book, I said, oh yeah, that would be great. And obviously the Holy Spirit wanted us to both remember that you were an igniter in that for me. I mean, you truly ignited that, that spark for me. Mm. And now here we are. Now I know 50 amazing women from five different countries, and we've done all sorts of different things together. And it's just some beautiful stories in this book. So that's really cool. Now with the book, I mean, I've had a chance to read some of the stories because each chapter is written by a completely different um, lady, which I really enjoyed because I could read one chapter and get a complete story and a complete um, learning lesson from them. And so I know that when you wrote your book, you approached it, not like your chapter of this book, you approached it in a different way. So you already hinted that you started with the just say yes, but then um, tell a little bit, a little bit about like what perspective and where you came from in writing your chapter, because 
for me, it hits home for something Tori and I have already done on the podcast and something that's near and dear to our heart. Yeah. So when I first wrote it, I did share it with a friend to pre-edit. We have an editor, but I being brand new at this, I sent it to a girlfriend, Renee, you actually know Renee. Yeah. She's also an author. And so I sent it to her and I said, would you just read this for me? And bless her heart because she came back in truth and in love and just said, you know, you wrote it like you're writing a marketing, like it's like your marketing and granted my background is sales and marketing. So it was very, um, it just wasn't real heartfelt. It was very salesy and market. It just wasn't right. And it crushed me quite frankly, when she said that, because I'm new at this. And so I was very timid and very um, unsure of myself. And so it really did crush me, but thankfully I knew where to go. Right. So I sat back down. I said, okay, I'm going to start over. And she was like, no, no, I didn't say that. And I'm like, no, that's, that's what I heard. (laughs) So that's what I'm going to do. And so I literally just surrendered it. I mean, I really said, Holy spirit, I just need you to take this over. I I need this to say, whatever you need it to say, use my words, use, use me here I am. And so, um, I got the thought to write it to myself as a letter for dear younger me. Mm. So that is exactly what it is. It's a letter to a younger me. And it opens up a little bit about some of the pain I've walked through and times when we all think we should do it on our own, right? Our pride gets in the way, which happens still to this day. And it's just reminding myself that we're not alone. And when you really truly surrender, that's, that's when hate to say the magic, but that's when he takes over. That's when he can really move through you. So it's about surrender. And I also learned through writing it that my just say yes is all about surrendering. When you really just say yes to him and his way and his will, you're surrendering and you're coming in in alignment with his will. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. I'm like, yes. Where do we go from here? Um, well, let me tell you that one of the ladies, so I love to connect people, you know that, right. Mm-hmm. About me. And so I put it out there with the group to invite people. I really wanted to hear from just the, the ladies and connect with other authors. And it ended up lots of people said yes. Right. And then when we actually set up the zoom, only one person could show up. And her name is Zan, and she is a remarkable writer. She is now a three or four time published author. She does poetry. Can I tell you that it was just she and I, and she was in the book the year before. So she was a veteran, mm-hmm. which is wonderful because for me, I want to know where can I add value? What can I bring to the table that already isn't established? And so it gave me that opportunity to talk to her about that. But last but not least, or I guess two more points. She's a believer. She's a follower, which was amazing in itself, right? Because yeah. we're not all, it's not a faith-based book. I mean, it's, it, there's a lot of faith in it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's just, it's women who are making a difference in the world. We're not all proclaiming to be um, followers. And then last but not least, Zan's chapter was also a letter to a younger self. No way. We didn't read each other's chapters. We didn't know each other from Adam. And 
here were the two people that, that our father put on the Zoom call together, right? Wow. That's how it works. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And I read her chapter too, um, because of you explaining to me, like everything about like how you guys, and I think it was only you two that had that yes. perspective as well, which is even like another level. Like it wasn't just that you both happened to do it, but you also were the only one out of 50 stories, 50 opportunities to hear. And two of them, you know, chose to write specifically to their younger selves. And like a couple minutes ago, before you even said how your perspective was, I said that Tori and I really like that because we've had an episode and we've talked a couple of times about like what we would say to ourselves and the lessons we have learned. And I mean, I look forward to like, as we go on the podcast, doing even more of that, like almost like, Hey, like, Hey, Elizabeth, that started the podcast if I could just tell you, like, you know what I mean? Like that type of thing. So for you to have a story like that in, in the book means a lot because I think, um, many people, I mean, actually, I don't know that many that wouldn't want to have advice from themselves to talk about, Hey, like there's this for you. Don't worry about this. Don't, you know, those type of things, but specifically something written with like the father's love. And, and like the care to know that like you're taking care of, and it's not just happenstance, but it's actually because like, you no, know, God has you completely and you don't have to worry about it. And then specifically for you talking about surrender. I mean, that's one of the biggest lessons that I've been, been learning like all my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think like writing to your um, self, it's like, I wish the Tory, you know, and even in college, and I'm not that far removed from college, but like, I wish that she was stronger in her faith. And now that I'm stronger in my walk with the Lord, like, what could I impart in her? And even like the high school person, but even like now thinking, okay, the Tory five years from now, like, what do you wish for her? Like, what do you want? Um, and how are you going to continue to grow so that the Tory five years from now is like, yes, you know, so that's really cool. And, and like surrendering, I was on a trip uh, a few weeks ago and, um, I was up in the plane and I was watching a movie and I just wasn't feeling the movie. Like it was, it was good. It was redeeming love, but I was just like, man, I don't feel like redeeming love right now. So I turned on my worship music and I kid you not, I'm in the airplane, somebody's sitting next to me and I'm just crying, having a moment with the Lord, but it was about (laughs) surrendering. And I was like, Lord, here we are. I'm surrendering this a thousand, whatever feet up in the air. Like, God, I give this to you. I, I am giving it to you. And it's funny because the other night I was circling back to it and I was talking to a friend about it again. And then I was reminded, I was like, Tori, you surrendered that to God on a plane. So you can't even reach it because it is so high up there. You left it on the plane when you were traveling. Like you can't reach it and bring it back down. Like you surrendered that. Let God take it. Let him do what he needs to do with it. Um, so, but it, 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 it's something that it's like, okay, when I surrender it, whoo, you got to let it, you know, let God take it. And it's sometimes it's, you want to be like, but wait, wait, I'm going to just add that back. Or like, let me just take a little piece of it. And I'm like, no, no, no. I surrender that to the Lord. I'm trusting in the Lord. So he's got it. 
That is such a good word. Such a good word. We all do that. I'm what we were talking about before this podcast. I think I'm doing that right now. Maybe I've surrendered something, but it comes back and it may come back a little differently. And I need to Mm -hmm. go back and say, you know what, father, I give this back to you. I, I can't carry this. It's not my burden to bear. I surrender this to you. I need you to move mightily in this. I need your clarification. I need your guidance. I need your, your will to be done in this place, in this space in, in my life. Yeah. I almost also too feel like once you, for me personally, once I start surrendering, he starts showing me places I'm not surrendering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah right. Oh, yes. That hurts. Yes. It does. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, you that, and I, Elizabeth, the last walk we took, I think we talked about this, about the places that as we start to surrender and give them to him, he's like, that's great. Now, how about this area? Right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. How about that area? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I think when I was walking with you last, and I may have even mentioned this tutorial a little bit, but. I'm, I'm dealing with comparison and I thought I surrendered, you know, certain areas or different things and going like, okay, I took this out of my life. So I wasn't comparing anymore. And I'm surrendered this to you, Lord. So I'm not comparing that anymore. And, oh, like I'm, I'm not there anymore. I'm not in those hurts anymore. So I've surrendered and I'm not comparing. Right. And then like everything that's coming at me seems to be this, like, try not to compare. And yet, like, really, it's because comparison is the enemy of contentment. And it goes back to even writing that, like, letter to ourselves that sometimes we have to surrender what's happened in our past. Mm-hmm. And wishing Because that's another thing. As you write a letter to yourself, you're also saying, I wish you had done this or known this, comparing even the past to where you're at now or comparing where other people were at that time, knowing how it ended for them now. And and just this comparison with that surrender and all the mix of it. Um, I have the honor, um, me and the other pastor that I work with, have um, a student that's not quite interning, but kind of interning underneath us that gets to spend some time with us every week and we get to pour in. And then like, he comes alongside us in our ministry and he's 10 years younger than me. And it's one of those things where like, he's asking all these questions and wants to be poured into like ministry wise. And I feel like when I'm talking to him, sometimes it's this Dear younger Elizabeth, 10 years ago, (laughs) like, okay, you wanted to do this, this, and this, and you, and you were excited about life and all this stuff. Cause I see it. He's super excited about life and he's excited about being in ministry and the Lord. And it's actually contagious. Like, I'm really thankful that I, like he is in, um, pastor Drew and I's lives and that he's a part of our team. And a part of that though, is also sometimes that comparison of like, I wish I knew this. So I got to tell him I have to pour this back into him. And, and, and because, oh, if I had just surrendered this thing when I was his age, oh, he he'll be so much better. And then like letting, letting it go back to God and go, wait a second. 
did you tell me to share that with him? Did you actually like, what if he has his own story that you, I know he has his own story that you don't need me to actually write that letter to him, but you need me to surrender that back to you. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it sounds like I knew what I was saying there, but I feel like there, there's something that I have to surrender even in mm-hmm. just declaring that is like, I have to surrender even what the Lord wants me to say and to even forgive myself for maybe not knowing those things back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and allowing the Lord just to work his healing power and forgiveness for myself and not learning things sooner, but then also realizing that, you know what, we do have something to say that, yeah, there's areas we need to surrender back to the Lord and not compare, but there's also an opportunity that there's both. Like, I feel like most of the topics that we have, Tori, are like two ends where you can go on one extreme or the other, that there needs to be, yes, forgiveness and not having us um, live in the past with so much regrets. But then there's also still what we have to say about our past can impact people in a positive way Mm -hmm. and that it is okay to address and write a letter like you did Kim to ourselves or to talk about it even now um, or pour into someone that we're discipling in a, in a sense or something like that. So. Well, and I think when something like that comes up, right. When the light shines into that space, Mm -hmm. the first thing we should do is ask, okay, what do you have to say about this? Lord, what's, what's in this? Yeah. Right. Why are you bringing this up? Um, And not like accusatorily, I don't mean it that way, but I mean, okay. So what's in this? What, what are we, where do you wish to move in this? What's, what's my role in this? What, what are you asking me to do in this? No. You're right. Most of the time it might be prayer and it might be surrender, but it also might be like he used you when you shared with me that a friend asked you to co-author a journal. Had you never said that to me, I probably would not have opened that email. Honestly, I never would have thought about co-authoring a book. You know, I think I shared with you, I have a book that I've written that I haven't published yet. I don't feel like it's a finished book. I feel like I'm in the middle of the story. Um, so I might've never even thought about this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause you're like, I haven't arrived yet, or I haven't come to that place or I'm not ready. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Preaching to the choir. <laughs> yep. Cause I think there's always those things. And like that we still dream about or want to do. And so, I mean, I'm not trying to go back in circles, but I think that's what there's so much value in what you wrote when you wrote a letter to yourself in the past is because in the past you were dreaming and in your present, you are dreaming. And in the future, you will still be dreaming. And And it's just getting that much closer and taking off shame, walking in forgiveness, surrendering, not comparing and being willing to dream. Even when we feel like our old selves could really have worked on something sooner. (laughs) 
his timing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I often think like, you know, cause I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, God, I just, I just want to know, like, if you could just show me in a dream, you know, what the next five years are going to look like, I promise I'm not going to mess anything up, but if I could know, but then I go back to, well, if you were to know what's going to happen in five years or whatever, how would that change? Like if you needed to go through this season so that in five years you could get and do whatever. And because you saw five years, you're like, Oh, I could loophole this season. Like you're missing out on maybe what the Lord wants you to go through, wants you to do. And it's not always like a storm or whatever. It's just like a growing season or a season that produces fruit or a season that you're pruned. Um, and so just realizing that, like, sometimes I'm like, yes, that's, that's what I want. But then also realizing that like, God has you where you need to be. This is, this is the plan. And just truly knowing that like, you know, your younger self was where you were at, where you needed to be, because that's where God placed you. You know what I mean? Like, and going back to like giving yourself grace and like realizing that like you'll you knew what you knew then and that's all you knew you know type of a thing so um just realizing that and giving myself grace and looking back at my younger self and then saying like god had you where he wanted you to be and you went through this or that or we're growing and and producing fruit in that season because that's that's where you were or how he's transformed you mm-hmm. from that place how, yeah, okay, so you weren't obedient in that season. Oh, you weren't, you know, doing A, B, C, and D that you knew you're supposed to do. But look at you. You're doing it now. Look at, the, look, look at like, when you actually did that surrender action. Um, trying not to introduce more words, but yeah. keeping the same ones. Like, now that you did surrender, look. Look, look what it's produced. Look what's different. Looks what look at what's changed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I I think that's so just, I I love the topic. Like it's just, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'm really grateful that you wrote in a book, Kim. And not only did you write in a book, but you wrote specifically what you were supposed to write, which was a letter to yourself because, um, it's inspiring it's encouraging and it's also sparked a whole entire podcast. (laughs) Well, Tori said something too, as you were speaking about knowing the whole, where we're going, right? Like wanting to have the five-year plan. When I first spoke that over myself, that I would be an author, I never expected it would be with others as a Mm co-author. I never expected it would be a letter to a younger me. I never expected that it would be a letter talking about how the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. I mean, had, had this, this Kim Combs at this age met the Kim Combs even 15 years ago before I had my, or after I had my first daughter, I, I'm so different. I mean, if you would, if I would have said to her, Hey, by the way, you're going to be an author in this book. And you're going to write about the Holy spirit. I'd have been like, yeah, right. (laughs) Okay. Are you sure you don't mean I'm going to write about bills or marketing or I don't know, health and wellness, maybe about, I don't know, sports. 
because I think you're all confused here to tell me I'm going to write about the Holy Spirit. Because honestly, at that time, um, I don't know that I even knew the Holy Spirit. I mean, realistically, oh. I can remember sitting in a, in a church service and them talking about the Holy Spirit. And if you want to get to know the Holy Spirit more, there was something you could do. I didn't do it. Clearly, I don't remember what it was, but I do remember thinking, do I even know the Holy Spirit? And I didn't. I mean, I really didn't. I know I didn't. And here I am now telling others that Holy Spirit lives inside of you. If you invite, if you say yes, if you surrender, if you believe, if you receive, that Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Wow. That's huge. Also, that's uh, some transformation that the Lord did. Pretty cool one too. Yeah. Pretty big one. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I, you know, we specifically talk about our walk. when We talk about our relationship with the Lord and, um, I'm always just encouraged when we get to see what God's done, that it doesn't have to be. I mean, we recently had um, the podcast before this one coming out will be Angela and she shares this huge story and, you know, like we all have testimonies and some of them are these like super big things. And some of them, we could have bigger testimonies and we're not highlighting that right now, but like even the little things that God has done, it's still because it's not the human sinful nature. It's still a miracle that he did something as much as changing your perspective of who the Holy spirit was and now allowing the Holy spirit to live and, and breathe and speak through you. That right there is a miracle and a transformation there in itself. And so it's just cool that we can celebrate like how, the work on the cross really transforms us Mm -hmm. that that one time just completely changes everything. And it can, when we surrender, change any and every aspect of our lives and take us to places into, into dreams that we never even saw possible. Cause I mean, I can relate to both of you when it comes to the five year, if Lord, show me these things. Like I can't even imagine where I'm at in life right now for five years ago. Like it would never have fit. I would have never saw half of my life. And I actually probably would have been mad at him if he told me that this was my life because it wasn't what I wanted. So I like, I appreciate what you're sharing because there's more depth to it than we're even able to get into in this podcast. And so, um, even your faith is just shining through with walking and taking steps to write the book. And I know that now that yes, you may not be ready for that book that's inside you that you've written, but the confidence that the Lord is going to allow now to come and flow through you is that much more, um, accessible and, and not blocked by doubt or shame because you've already done it once with support that he he was supporting you no matter what, but you got to see the physical support that you'll be able to see it, um, a support when you go alone at it too. 
Um, I believe that in faith, knowing, I know, knowing you. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Well, thank you for letting me share. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. We love our returning guests. Um, and we do have to wrap up, but I want to ask you, because I know that, um, there's probably something on your heart when it comes to this, but can you share something bright and something bubbly with us? Bright is encouraging and bubbly is fun. That's maybe going on for you. Of course. Thank you. So bright, something encouraging. He's always in it with you. Mm. And you may have to get quiet and settle, settle down and ask him (laughs) and really give it to him, really surrender it to him. But he's always in it with you. You're never alone. And so bubbly, hmm, something good. Well, I'm excited. Is today Tuesday? No, today's Monday. I'm excited because Wednesday we are hosting uh, the varsity dinner for my oldest. She plays varsity volleyball. And so I'm excited because I did all these like silly things to put on the table that are all tied to volleyball that I just hope when they get in the restaurant and we're co-hosting, I'm hosting with another parent. I hope that when the girls get in there, they just feel like kids again, you know, they're like little stickers and bracelets and little bags and just some cute things. (laughs) I literally like that was such a last minute thought. I know it was his thought of how do you just make them feel special. How do you take it one step further, right? It's already bonding. It's already dinner. They're already going to have a nice meal and have fun with each other. But how do you just make each of them feel special? And so um, I was excited that he gave me that idea and we get to do that. That's fun and encouraging. I love it. I love both. Thank you. Thank you for pouring into us and into our listeners and joining us once again. Go out. Be blessed. Encourage somebody. Bye. Bye.